Welcome to Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young. If you're looking for something more, something different, something better, this is your opportunity. Over the next hour, we'll talk about inspiration for personal and professional success. Now, here is your host, Dr. Barbara Young. Well, hello there. I hope you're having a great day. You know, it's Tuesday and your day for Transformation for Success. I am very excited today because we have in the studio a best-selling author, an award-winning international speaker, Mr. Eric Swanson. So listeners, stay tuned into today's show. Eric consistently dazzles and wows his audiences worldwide with his entertaining and interactive keynote speeches. I met him in Las Vegas at a conference not too long ago, and we've been working trying to get him on the show since. And he just wowed the audience and me. And I knew I had to have him on the show today to share him with you my listeners as well. So I'm going to give a big shout out to all my listeners, international and nationally, and thank you for listening. Thank you for the emails and keep those letters coming because I really value your remarks. You know, Eric has coined the term Habitude Warrior, and he shares his powerful training principles and strategies on stages with a number of professional speakers such as Brian Tracy, Les Brown, Jack Canfield, Bill Walsh, Bob Proctor, Dennis Waitley, and many, many others. He has been transforming people's lives for the past 18 years, turning their dreams into realities. I know this young man can change people's moods in an instant, as he did mine. So today, I want Eric to share his incredible story and wow you with his experiences through his journey of success. So now you can call in today's show toll-free, and join the discussion at 888-346-9141. Or if you're calling internationally, 001-480-553-5754. You can also Skype your comments and questions to me, or you can post your comments and questions to me, or even Eric on Facebook. I'm also on Twitter and LinkedIn, and I welcome your feedback. And don't be shy for those of you who might be new listening in, because we do welcome your feedback. I know you're going to benefit from the show today, listeners, and especially about Eric's Habitude Warrior System. So call your friends and share, and be sure to download this discussion, as Eric is going to bring you some new and amazing insights on today's show. So if you're not able or have your friends to listen live, they can download the show. Welcome, Eric. Thank you so much, Barbara. I really appreciate being here. Well, I am so excited, really, to have you on the show today, and I'm just thrilled that we were able to get the schedules uh, coordinated to have you come and share with us. You know, you have had quite an interesting journey, so share uh, with the listeners how this all came about. Sure, yeah, definitely. Well, I, I, I want to tell the listeners, first of all, that I want to take you on the road because you are an amazing interviewer already. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Thank you. I'm, I'm bringing you everywhere from, from now on. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love Just you on stage. You know. <laughs> I love absolutely. you on stage. 
it was it was remarkable, truly, truly remarkable experience. And I have to say this, listeners, I, there are very few people that I really and just wowed. And I, I like that word because it truly is. But you and I so I wanted to share you with so many other people, as people have, I'm sure. They're so impressed with you, Eric. You're genuine, you're honest, you speak from the heart, but you have these nuggets that you're able to share with people. And that's why I know today is going to be such an exciting show. So uh, walk me kind of through the progression of your career and how this all got started. Yeah, thanks so much for saying that. In in fact, this is so, so amazing. I'm on your show with the Transformation for Success because it's it was exactly that. Um, I, mm-hmm. I grew up uh, well, how far back do you want me to go? <laughs> I grew up in Washington, D.C. area. <laughs> okay. And it was fun. Let me just say it that way. I, I, I grew up in the, um, in the, in the public school system and, uh, you know, talking about bullying, it was, um, tons of fun when, uh, a lot of people used to bully me all the time. And then I got taller and bigger than them. <laughs> and I was like, enough <laughs> is enough. Revenge. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, not really. My revenge was just uh, the revenge of success, you know? I figured they were talking about me, and and I actually wrote this in one of my books um, as a dedicate. I dedicated one of my books, uh, my newest book, one of my newest books, and and I dedicated it to all the people who picked on me in high school and junior high. (laughs) Because without them, they didn't, you know, I I wouldn't be the man that I am now, the person that I, I... I grew into because I had to transform. I had to change my life. And not many people know this, but when I was in, uh, let's see, freshman and sophomore year of high school in, uh, in, in Vermont, excuse me, in, in, um, uh, Washington, DC, I was picked on so much. And then from my sophomore year to my junior year, I grew about a foot and a half. <laughs> so now I'm six, <laughs> three and I got, you know, taller and bigger and, and wiser, I guess. And we ended up moving up to Vermont and I decided, okay, enough is enough. And I, I'm going to decide not to be bullied and, and not let people take advantage of me. <clears throat> so right then I, I, I did a big transformation in my own life and then moved up to Vermont. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll spare you all the details, but basically I went to school up there. Um, my school decided that it was not really, uh, you know, great for me to be in school. They're like, you know what? you're really not studying. <laughs> you're definitely not going to graduate. <laughs> maybe, maybe you shouldn't, maybe you should just leave, you know, I'm like, you know, that's probably a good idea. So I decided to, um, to, to move and I moved to uh, Texas and I ended up meeting a gentleman named Brian Tracy. Oh, and yeah. that was a few years after I just ran around and, you know, tried to find myself and mm-hmm. I found Brian Tracy and he, he taught me uh, a few things on, you know, it became my mentor, basically, um, one of my first mentors. And uh, and ever since, you know, what, what he told me to do is to diversify myself, to, to learn from other people. So I started doing that. Mm-hmm. And I started learning, you know, from all these different greats, like you mentioned, you know, like Jack Canfield and Jim Rohn. I shared the stage with him one time and mm-hmm. just all these different uh, amazing uh, thought leaders. And, uh, and I developed something called Habitudes. And it's wow. all about your habits and your attitude. Now, now you know, I'm, I'm going to take you back a little bit because this sure. is so fascinating uh, about there are a couple of things that I wanted to point out that I just picked up. One, I think many of us today, we know one of the biggest issues a lot of the teenagers face is bullying. Uh, number two, I was bullied, uh, too. 
uh, talked about. And then I, I, at uh, eighth grade, when I was 13, I was 5'8", with a size 9 shoe. I was teased about, hmm. ch- uh, bullied about being the tallest in the class, always the tallest wow. girl. And I had big feet, uh, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. but, but the most interesting thing that you said, too, was that when you grew, you grew to be 6'3", but more importantly, I wrote down this, you exercised a powerful thing that I use all the time with people, and that's the power of choice. You got to Vermont, and you chose. You chose. You made the choice. Enough is enough, and that's it. And that is one of the beginning things of the self-awareness that you do have the choice. We have a choice of how we're going to live. So I just wanted to say say that for you. And the second thing, uh, principle I'm driving out of this, is surrounding yourself with people, thought leaders, educators, people who know more than you do and learn something. (laughs) Mm. Uh, absolutely. Surround yourself with the positive influencers. That's you know, exactly right. A lot of us, right. of us surround ourselves with negative things, and then we we get in that comfort zone, and and then we we decide, okay, well, that's that's the norm. That's the normal thing to do is mm-hmm. surround ourselves with people who are going to pick on us or who are not going to believe in our dreams and 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 desires and so forth. And it's amazing how we get in that rut. And you know what they say is a rut is only six feet from a grave. <laughs> so why, why why get there? You know you got to change your run. So back back in track where, where you said um, Barbara about uh, making that choice, mm-hmm. I have to tell you that I actually had the um, experience allowed me to make the choice a, a little easier. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if this is good or bad, but maybe we can sort of uh, have the listeners and ourselves. Um, be aware of those uh, of those experiences, and maybe we can create those opportunities. Right. So what I'm trying to say is, a, an opportunity was created for me. Not only did I grow, of course, you know, grow a group right. a foot and a half in in, in, a, in a summer, but um, but the thing is, I moved with my family. Of course, mm-hmm. my father and my mother and everybody. Mm-hmm. We moved from Washington D.C. area all the way up to Vermont right. to what my dad calls God's country. And, you know, he's an attorney up there and so forth. So we moved up there, and that that move allowed me to say to myself, okay, well, you know what? I'm new. I'm, I, mm-hmm. I, I could be anyone I, I want to be. I don't right. have to be that person that was back there that was picked on and called names and so forth. I can, you know what? If they're going to call me a name, they're going to call me a good name, like Mr. Awesome. That's my nickname now, you know? So I, I chose to be aware of that, and I chose that opportunity to go ahead and break out of my old mold and into my new one. And that's, that's great. And I want the listeners to know that because there are people who, Eric, on the other hand, moved to new, moved to new environments, but they took that old baggage with them. They took the old script that kept playing in their heads and mm. did not make that choice that the, enough is enough. Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> so sometimes the, the environmental change does not make a difference. You really do have to seize that opportunity and make up your mind, this is it. I came from a small the small town to Berkeley, California, at 15 mm-hmm. to go to college. And I made up my mind that I am going to walk and be who I am and be tall and, and, and celebrate. <laughs> mm, that's mm. amazing. It is yeah, amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And it's amazing how you brought that up that, you know, you can be picked on for anything, for being too short, being too tall. You know, <laughs> right. it's amazing that, that <laughs> you know, it, 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 I think it scares people that, that people are different. And I embrace that. I think it's an amazing thing. 
But you know what I think is so interesting, too, is that when we, we this subject of bullying has really captured a lot of attention uh, lately, of course, and, and rightfully so. But back in the day, it was almost understood. That always happened. I mean, it was almost like the norm that mm. <laughs> somebody would be picked yeah. on. So, yeah, you know, you know what's different, though, in my opinion, Barbara, I don't know. I, I don't have the statistics on this, but I really believe this. I think the biggest difference is the suicide rate now. Oh, it, nowadays, it is. It rather is. than back in the day. Back in the day, you know, we got spanked. You know, you and I are you and I are basically the same age, right? 30, right. 34, 35, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you and I, you know, when we were kids, you know, you do something wrong, you get spanked by your mom or dad, you know? You, you absolutely. Get, you get bullied <laughs> by your older brother and sister, you know? You, you just do, you know? But nowadays, it's it's that that suicide rate and the suicide yeah, is, that is it, it almost tr- turned into be a trend right. and it's ridiculous. It's so right. sad. Well, we, there were a lot of things we did. And I'm going to talk about that a little earlier. Uh, I mean, a little later, because I, mm-hmm. I want to know your take on some of the things that have happened to you. I have a quick question too. going back to when you met uh, Brian Tracy and Jack Camp and all these mm-hmm. folks, were, were you a little bit intimidated or are you, did they make you feel so comfortable that, you know, because uh, sometimes when we meet, you know, these very impressive people, yeah. you know, a little intimidation <laughs> can occur. Sure. Great question. Great question. So the answer is this. Um, with Brian Tracy, I was, I was not intimidated one bit. And I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. I had no idea who he was. <laughs> okay. So, so that's, <laughs> that that's, helps. that's my answer there. Yeah. With Jack Canfield, yeah, I was a little intimidated. I've got a great story on how I met him, though, which is uh-huh. fantastic. So probably after the break, I'll tell you that story. And then the... Um, the other ones, like, uh, I mean, I, I, my, my dear friend, one of my best friends, really, her name's Sharon Lecter. You know, she co-wrote uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. She wrote uh, Outwitting the Devil and so forth. She's amazing. She, I was petrified to meet her. <laughs> I would go up to her and say, hi, my name's Eric. Okay, bye. And I'd leave. <laughs> and now we're, we're dear friends. We're best friends. Well, I mean, knowing you, and well, knowing you just from a, a distance and seeing you up on stage and interacting with you afterwards, you never think you'd be intimidated by anybody or anything. <laughs> if anything, people are a little <laughs> intimidated by you. You have so much energy and charisma, you know. So, do, oh, um, thank you. But that is a question too. Uh, have you found that to be a challenge for you that people might be a little intimidated because you're so outward, you know? And oh, great, great question. So. <laughs> I believe the, see, I, how do I say this? I bring, what I strive to do is I try to bring, and I strive to bring all different types of um, experiences and, mm-hmm. and, and uh, personality and, and, and awesomeness to the table. And what I mean by that is, like, for instance, I, I had a, uh, you know, my company now is Habitude Warrior International. We bring in 33 speakers, you know, it's amazing seminar, it's amazing awesomeness. But it wasn't always like that, you know. So what we did is we picked the best out of all the different events that I've been to, and we put it all together. Mm-hmm. So what I'm trying to say is I try to do the same thing on, on stage and off stage. What mm-hmm. I mean by that is, yeah, I may, I may seem a little intimidated, maybe because I'm rah, rah, you know, awesome, high-fiving people and, you know, large in life. But then when I come, come down and I'm, I'm right there with you, like you and I, we hugged each other. I mean, I literally came up and hugged you. So I try to bring all different types of awesomeness so that everyone feels comfortable. That's good. Because I, I, I wondered about that because I, I, I know I noticed you on stage, I noticed you off stage, and you bring that. 
uh, enthusiasm and the energy and 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 the love. I mean, I could feel it. But I know sometimes, mm. uh, Eric, it can be intimidating. Maybe you just haven't <laughs> you haven't noticed it. But some people can be because we know we have all these different people with their different strengths and passions and values and. Uh, you know, and they're going through their own things of uh, exploration and wanting maybe to be like Eric Swanson and knowing that really mm. that's maybe not their calling. So I, I, I just asked that question because I know you have such influence in what you do. So, but I love, Thank you. Uh, Very sweet. you know, awesome. You know, I love that being awesome. <laughs> I think, I, no, I think it's important because we have to, for me, there are so many people, Eric, that have the face of success, they have the dress of success. And what I've found and discovered, it gives me so much pain, is underneath all of that, they don't feel awesome. They don't mm-hmm. feel great. And, and that was a kind of yeah. a wake-up call for me many years ago why I got so interested in empowering people. Because you can't give what you don't have. And so many people are trying mm-hmm. to give what they don't have. And so they're not successful. That's just my take on it. <laughs> But yeah, it, it's a great take. There's, it reminds me of uh, our friend Les Brown talks about this. He says, you know, you know how they say you have to fill up the ga- glass uh, or the cup of the glass. You know, it's either half empty or half full and whatever. What's your take on that? He says, all that's ridiculous. He says, you have to fill up the glass all the way to the top and have it overflow. He says, what's in the glass is for you. What's out overflowing out of the glass is for everyone else to help that, that. Uh, other people. You can't help other people unless you help yourself. Absolutely. And you know what? We're going to take a quick break. We're going to be right back because I got a lot more questions to ask Mr. Swanson and we want to hear all stick, about Stick around, to- guys. We got Barbara, Barbara Young. She's amazing. Stick around. <laughs> Thank you. We'll be right back. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Can you think of anybody who does not want a better life and to be a better person? Think about that for a second. Almost everyone wants to be better, but how does one go about doing that? One thing that is making people better every week is tuning into the Self-Improvement Show with Dr. Irene Conlon. All real change comes from within. But many of us don't know where to find the information or guidance we need to make the changes that bring about the improvement. Most of us don't know how to work within. Listen Thursdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Do you or somebody you love have a struggle with abuse? You don't need to be a slave to your abuse anymore. Listen for Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything with Dr. Lisa Cooney. Dr. Lisa overcame struggles in her own life. Two decades of sexual, emotional, and physical abuse nearly took their toll. In her 20s, she turned her life around and set upon a path to help others. She can help you find the key to take control of your life, too. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 
1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. And welcome back with my guest today, Eric Swanson, international speaker, best-selling author, and Habitude Success Coach. So, Eric, I am so happy you're here with me today because you know what? We're going to, I know, transform some people's lives today, turning their dreams into realities. Wait, I got to interrupt. I want to welcome the guests back because, really, (laughs) we should be welcoming them to your show. Guys, welcome back to Dr. Barbara Young, the transformational (laughs) expert of the world. Do you realize how much amazingness you have with her? So welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Eric. He's my new co-host, and I love it. I want to know um, how you came up, Eric, with this, the idea of the Habitude Warrior. Now, we know about habits, and, you know, I don't want to put my, interject my take on it, but I want you to share uh, your experiences, maybe something that led up to that whole idea of the Habitude Warrior. I love it. Absolutely. Yeah, there's a, there's a few, few things in there, actually, within this story. So, uh, essentially, when I started with Brian Tracy years and years ago, um, I, it was 19 years ago, actually. Uh, I started really getting good at sales and closing skills and overcoming objections and teaching mm-hmm. people how to be a great influence and all that stuff in, in, uh, in sales environments and business. And then I realized, you know, that's not what life is all about. And, and I said to myself, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really not, you know, that, mm-hmm. that's when Tony Robbins was coming around and th- mm-hmm. there were a lot of other influences. And I thought, you know, it's all about your habits and your attitude, I, be- I believe, and I still believe that. I think that the best salesperson is the person that gets out there and really comes from the heart and, 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 and uh, it harnesses and is a warrior, if you will, of their mm-hmm. uh, habits and attitude. So I was sitting with a gentleman named Jim Rohn, and oh, yeah. I'm not sure if your mm-hmm. listeners know Jim Rohn before he mm-hmm. passed. And he and I were, were sitting in, in Houston, Texas, and I was telling him about this, and he goes, wow, that's a great idea. And then I started uh, talking to a friend of mine named John Asaroff from The Secret, if you're familiar with that. Mm-hmm. So John, I told John this in, in, uh, in San Diego one time. I said, you know, I'm thinking about writing a book. I think I'm going to really focus in on this. And he says, if you don't do it, I'm doing it. So you better grab it. <laughs> I said, all right, it's mine. <laughs> it's on <laughs> so and crack. <laughs> yeah. So it's all about your habits and your attitude. That's what habits you come from. And and it's definitely in the Habitude Warriors, the name of my brand and my company and all the trademarks and so forth. And it's all about really being in charge of your habits and your attitude on a daily basis. Now, no. that doesn't mean you, you have to be 100% in charge, but it has, you have to be aware of it. And, uh, and that's another thing that I, I want to mention. An, another influencing factor was a gentleman. I'm, I'm going to see if you know who I'm talking about. A gentleman who lives in Berkeley. And he's a pretty famous author, um, not as well-known as other people, but he's a fantastic author. And, uh, and I read one of his books years and years ago, and I, I, I kind of thought, I, I like that idea. And his name's Dan Millman. Okay. Do you know who Dan Millman is? Yeah, yeah I've heard of Dan. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he wrote The Way of the Peaceful Warrior. That's his, yes. his oh, book, yeah. and it's turned yeah. into a movie with Nick Nolte and mm-hmm. Amy Smart and so forth. So that's where kind of the warrior part came into play, because I thought, you know, if we're going to battle something, why not battle to 
be the best that you can possibly be Absolutely. and in your habits and your attitude. So that's really the genesis of Habitude Warrior. Now, when now this is amazing teaching because, uh, you know, of having people develop and learn to be, well, developing amazing habits, because there are a lot of habits that are, are not necessarily good habits. <laughs> so I think most right. people seem to love the bad habits and stay away from the good habits. So how, how do you bring people to the realization about their habits? Was this something that you had to change in your own life first and experience this? Oh, without a doubt. Absolutely. Okay. You know, and, I, and sometimes I, I share this story on, on stage, and I'll, I'll share with your team, uh, on, uh, on your listeners. What I did was I literally had to fire somebody in my company and change because their, their habits weren't, weren't great at all. And that person was myself. <laughs> I literally had to fire myself. <laughs> okay. Have you ever had to okay. fire yourself? Like literally you have a conversation, you sit down, you're like, look, it's really not working out <laughs> because mm-hmm. I, I, I saw all these other people, you know, traveling further and faster than me on the, on the road of success. And really I was, I was working hard, but I was, I wasn't really working smart. Right. And, you know, as our friend, uh, uh, Bill Walsh talks about, he yeah, says, yeah, you know, he does. <laughs> a lot of a lot of people say you're busy. Well, busy usually equals broke, right? So if mm-hmm. you're if you're really smart, you'll harness your habits and attitude, and then you'll delegate a lot of things out so people are working with you, not for you, but with you in harnessing the, that, that mission that you have. So for me, um, I needed to change some things around, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and really I, I changed things around in so many different areas of my life. Now, there's still always room for improvement, but, um, but for the most part, I... I I take a look at the five or six major areas of my life, and, and I keep an awareness um, a tracking system on it. So I, I literally rate myself on a scale of one to ten on these certain areas. And if I'm shying away in certain areas, then I, I harness myself back, and I use what's called accountability partners to help me get to the, to, to the, um, to the success you know, area that I, I want yeah. to. I like that. Uh, I call the accountability partners my board of directors, my personal board of directors. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Great idea. That's and, good. And I mean, I like that. Sure I like that accountability. You need to make uh, sure those board of directors are not closest to you, though, because they no. they'll they won't they won't hold you to the fire. You know, they they'll let you slide. No, they don't let me slide. <laughs> good. Uh, I, I think when when you when I ch- when I talk about women p- uh, choosing a board of directors, you want people who are not going to necessarily agree with you. They're going to be people who are going to give you honest feedback and not be afraid to do it. Because I always say, you know, the loving they undergirding it is love. Undergirding is not bitterness, but undergirding it is love. I love you enough to tell you this, and so I sure. always encourage. Uh, women who want to be successful, you always need the honest feedback. You don't need people who are going to always agree with you. But that's, you know, anyway, that's that's what I do. But changing your Absolutely. habits and changing your attitudes, Mr. Swanson, what are, what are some of the things that you teach that, it, especially right now during this current environment, what do we need to do in terms of waking up people and maybe changing their habits? <laughs> <laughs> well, the first thing is, yeah, the first thing is take a little assessment test of yourself. I mean, just ask yourself, okay. what are the areas, and be honest with yourself, write down uh-huh. a piece of paper and write down the five things that you know, guaranteed, that you are messing up on, you're screwing up on, and that you need to change your habits on. I mean, mm-hmm. Barbara, you and I could 
could name five things right now, I'm sure. So what what it is is making the discipline uh, decision. You know, you're, you're going to make a, a, a complete decision that you will start working on those areas. And then what I do is I link a goal and I link a deficit goal uh, based upon that result. So what I mean by that is mm-hmm. you, you're going to have a goal and a result, or excuse me, a reward. So you'll have that reward once you hit, you know, let's say you're going to walk a mile a day for the next, you know, 30 days or whatever it is so you can get back into shape. Well, you've got a reward for yourself um, at, at the end of the 30 days, and that might right. be a nice sushi dinner or a steak dinner or, right. or that cheesecake. <laughs> now, if you don't hit it, you've got a deficit reward, and that, or I mean deficit, um, uh, not really a reward, but you're going to be, you know, maybe you, you take uh, uh, $5,000 and you literally have to give that to your neighbor. <laughs> Write them a check. <laughs> that is a deficit. There you go. Here's your $5,000. <laughs> Why? Well, I didn't walk a, a mile a day for the next, for, the, for the thirty days, and now it's going to hit you as a pain or pleasure, right? So we're we're right. motivated by one of two things: either pain or pleasure, and and that's the thing is holding yourself to the fire. I'm going to give yourself an example um, for this for the listeners too, um, from a personal antidote. Uh, that is how I got through school. Uh, I wanted to finish a BA in two years, and I did my goal. Now. I planned to uh, make this goal. For example, I took, <laughs> I tell my students this when I was a professor, I took 30 units in one semester and got a 4.8, 4.0. Mm. Now, mm. nobody takes 30, 30 units in a semester, but a crazy person like Dr. Barbara Young. But my goal mm-hmm. was I was going to do this. And I had, if I met that goal, I rewarded myself with a dinner or my daughter. And I would take a trip to the zoo. She'd go someplace because I was a single parent at the time. So if I didn't make the goal, I had a deficit, meaning we can't go on this trip or I can't take this. I have to study. And I actually was able to do that using this pain or pleasure principle, setting that as yeah. well. Yeah. And it does That's work. Fantastic. <laughs> it does work. But I think it takes, again, we get back to uh, having that discipline, setting a goal, and getting in touch with all the aspects of yourself, your values, your passions, your your interests. What was my goal? Get that BA degree. I did. You know, I was an incomplete. I didn't get that BA degree until I was like thirty nine or something like that. But so what? I got it. Went on to get a doctorate, right. fifty one. So things can be done. So habits are important. Now, what do you do when you're dealing with people who have a lot of fear? They come to your seminars or your workshops, your trainings, and you can tell that they have a lot of habits and they're fearful about where you're going to take them. Uh, how do you handle yeah, that? Yes. So what I, what I first uh, make sure that people know when they come to our events or through our coaching, what I always, always, always explore with them is the fact that it's it's okay we're going to take bite size you know we're, we're going to take baby steps and bite size mm-hmm. we're not going to get overwhelmed like for instance i've got a, a three-day event coming up and i have these habitude conferences and sometimes people look at that and go wow three days that's a lot and i say well don't go to all three days forget the three days just go to one day just mm-hmm. go enjoy and Breathe in and breathe out and enjoy, you know, eight or ten speakers during one day and work on those first and then come back and bite-size more and, and mm-hmm. baby-step them. So that's the first thing is, uh, is very important. The second thing is, is um, your breath. You know, we, we all take for granted, really, you know, breathing in and out. Yes, right. And, you can, and if, you, if you're very aware of it, 
like right now taking a deep breath in and deep breath out, you're very aware of your 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 body, your consciousness, your subconsciousness. You can get all of your your whole body and your soul in congruency, and w- which is really really cool. Once you're in that what what's called um, Mikhail Csikszentmihalyi says it's it's called flow, and once you're in that flow state, yep. it's uh, things just seem to happen. You ever you ever get up in the morning and you just in this flow state and everything you know you get the right phone calls you you got the right parking spot you know your your yep. coffee tastes great you know the sales just went through and you know people are like can I buy you a steak dinner you know people it's just <laughs> like a flow situation well I am in flow all the time because I breathe in I breathe out and I realize that like Wayne Dyer talks about it's you know it is what it is right now it this is, is a perfect world. You know, the, the, the occurrences that happened today and yesterday and day before and, and, and tomorrow, um, it's a perfect world. It is perfect the way you look at it. And there's some changes that we're going to do, but that's why they're there. You know, and, and that's, and that's the, the political uh, arena that we're in right now as well. And I, and I don't want to go there, but I, I will just mention this is a time for us to, to look at it and reflect and say, wow, look at the changes. Everyone's fearful of transformation and transform. But that's the, the biggest amount of growth is transformation. Look at look at the United States. I mean, we transformed from coming from England to to the US. Yeah, right. And and, and we, we we built the US, you know, and so and years and years ago. And that was a scary situation. Well, we may be in a scary situation now, but the biggest transformations happened then. That's true. Absolutely. Um how I mean, you reach a lot of people globally, right? So you're you're going around the globe and and helping people. What do you find that are there different responses to your workshops on the Habitude Warrior as opposed to in the United States? Uh, what was the last part? Uh, as opposed to what was the last part? Well, no, I know you travel globally. So my question is, oh, um, mm-hmm. do you find that the global audience is more receptive to? your teachings about the Habitude Warrior as opposed to people here in the United States? Um, that's an interesting question. So the way I'll answer it is, uh, you know, there are some a little differences here and there. But um, for, for the most part, no, everyone's very much into learning and into into growing. Um, mm-hmm. Now, I'm, I'm expanding globally because it's one of my Habitude trainings, where mm-hmm. if you start thinking globally, then mm-hmm. your local business grows in a major way, right. and and it's expanding. So what I mean by that is I never thought, you know, when I was working in this business and I first started in Austin, Texas, I never thought to expand anywhere else. Then I went to Seattle. Then I went to, to Miami. Then I went to New York. Now I'm, I'm all over the United States, and the United States is almost too small for me now. So now mm-hmm. we're in UK. We're in uh, Sydney, Australia. We're going to Melbourne. We're going to different places all over the, the, the continents, uh, mm-hmm. and, and it's growing. And being that, um, allowing that awareness to grow globally, mm-hmm. then it's building my local business as well. It's, a, it's amazing. So if you have people that are, you know, entrepreneurs and so forth, they say the best, uh, they say that an expert is someone with a different area code, which, which I believe. I mean, you may be saying the same thing, but if you're the next door neighbor listening to the same person all day long, that might not be an expert to you anymore. You take them for granted. But in a different global environment, then people start realizing, wow, this person is amazing. You know, this person right. has some great information, you know. Right. 
So that's interesting. Very well, interesting. I, I ask you that question too because um, I, I traveled abroad quite a bit, and what I and teach well more on the continent of Africa, and uh, oh. with something uh, of importance to them. They're very engaging, but they're very interactive. I mean, they don't want to listen to you talk as much as they want to be engaged. Uh, with activities, mm -hmm. learning experiences. So that's why I was asking asking you that uh, because it's really, yeah, to me, US I found a, a difference uh, when I came back into the States that I didn't find people as, maybe as hungry, maybe, <laughs> because there's so right. much. I think we have more of a wider menu available here in the States. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah, Well, I, I agree with you. Well, no, I was just thinking because, you know, there's there are a lot of coaches, there are a lot of people doing different things. And I just think it's like, you know, we can have shopping centers here in California. You can go to six shopping malls in a day if you wish, you know, if you wish. Mm. <laughs> so that was that was the purpose of my question. Did you always mm -hmm. believe that you were destined to be where you are today? <laughs> Did you ever dream that you'd be where you are today? Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm not where I want to be. I'm, I'm, I'm always destined to be greater. So okay. it's that it's that paradigm where if you are in this flow state and in this growing state and this awesome state, then you are always moving to the next level and always uh, evolving. So I'm not where I want to be Good. because of my thought patterns, Great. because of my beliefs. Does that make sense? Sure, it makes sense um, yeah. <laughs> because success is never is, is never ending. <laughs> like failure doesn't have a bookmark either. <laughs> so yeah. I believe, yeah, yeah. And I like I like that because it's always growing. When I think about that, uh, and I always like to ask people that question, uh, the interesting comments that I get from that. So, but I want to go into uh, another thing that uh, I think is interesting that you talk about the five pillars of the Habitude Warrior. If you're able to share those, we're going to take a break and I'm going to come back and have you talk a little bit about those five pillars of the Habitude Warrior. So, listeners, yeah. don't go away. Eric and I are going to be right back. So, hang on. Got more to go. <laughs> Thank you. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. There are many challenges associated with recovery from any issue. By building a support system of friends, family members, and professionals, you can overcome these challenges. Tune in to Rise Radio with host Randy Havison. On this program, we'll bring topics to the forefront like addiction, self-esteem, leadership, relationship building, and other topics to empower you and your support system to achieve a greater level of personal growth. Tune in Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. How are you doing in your life? Do you control your life or does it control you? In our hectic, overconnected world, do you spend too much time feeling tired and wired? Tune in to Master Your Life with hosts Leah Mattinson and Dr. Howard Rankin for inspiration, insight, and intelligence on how to gain control of yourself and your life. Along with some inspirational and knowledgeable guests, Leah and Howard will give you the tools needed to help you on your journey. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Success starts here. 
VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. And welcome back with my speaker today and guest and now BFF, Eric Swanson, who's a best-selling author and award-winning international speaker. And I'm telling you, this guy is something else. He consistently wows his audiences worldwide. He has a very entertaining and interactive keynote speech. Believe me, I've been party to that. And so, again, Eric, welcome to the show. Welcome back. So, he, he and I have been having quite a, quite a discussion, and we've talked a lot about the Habitude Warrior today, and, we, and we've talked about a few issues here, and I know that uh, I've enjoyed it, really. We could talk uh, a lot more, and we will, Eric. I, I really dare say we will. But for the listeners out there, he has done a lot of work with building and mastering, and I hope he can share with us today a little bit of the five pillars of Habitude Warrior in this last section of our session of our show today. So, Eric, take it away. These five pillars of the Habitude Warrior. I'm intrigued. Sure. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, so it looks like a, a foundation of, of, a, of a home, if you're going to build a home or mm-hmm. build a business or build a relationship or build anything, you should have some, some foundations and some pillars. Mm-hmm. And what I decided to do was really look at uh, the, the four or five or six, and I, I picked five of them, five mm-hmm. pillars of foundation or success. Mm-hmm. And they are as follows. They are courage, passion, patience, strength, and leadership. And in that order, and it's interesting if you, this is something that not many people realize or know, but Mm -hmm. I'll tell your listeners, if you Mm -hmm. ever see a photo of me on uh, Facebook or wherever, you know, wherever you're looking, and you see a photo of me and I'm standing, it's it's not really a headshot, it's more of a a photo of me just standing there. What you'll notice is you'll see me putting my hands together like I'm doing right now. And I put all my fingers together. It's mm-hmm. almost like a steeple. Okay, so my my two pinkies touch, and the new, the next two fingers, and then the middle fingers, and the um, the index, and then the thumbs. And I'm doing it. I'm, I'm doing, doing it. That. Are you doing it? Okay, good. I'm good. doing it. I'm not. Did I share this with you all in in the in the performance that you saw me in Vegas? No, or, no, I'm you not didn't. Sure if I did. Okay. So here's the, here's the way I do it. Not many people realize that I'm doing this all at once, and and I'm I'm calculatingly aware of each pillar. So your pinky is the courage. So you've got courage. The next mm-hmm. ones are pa- courage, passion, and then patience, patience. is the middle, middle uh-huh. fingers. And then ironically, it's the middle finger. <laughs> and then, and then you've got um, uh, strength as your two index fingers. And then your thumbs My are thumbs leadership. Ha Okay. So when I'm, <laughs> when I'm standing there, the reason why I'm telling you this is when I'm standing there in front of somebody, I, and, and this comes from me just being somewhat nervous and just standing there and not knowing what to do with my, my hands or my fingers. I put them in my pocket. What do I do? You know, so instead mm-hmm. of just standing there when I'm talking to people, I would put these pillars up there. 
And oh, they don't okay. know. They just think I'm just putting my hands together. But mm-hmm. I'm actually talking to myself, saying and reminding myself. Because isn't success just a series of reminders? So I'm reminding myself that all five of these are very important to you. So if you take courage, I mean, it's pretty obvious. And we go through this, this whole coaching system of courage. And that's where the non-bullying comes in. That's where our junior habitudes, where we teach that our kids courage, mm-hmm. confidence, and leadership in our programs there. Mm-hmm. But basically, it's, it's, it's being strong and, and, and having the courage to stand up and step up for yourself and really believe in yourself. And, that's, and that takes a lot. That takes a huge amount of courage yes, to literally right. believe in, in oneself. And, and I've got something called the 30 list. The 30 list is, is like a life list. And what it is is you write down 30 reasons why you're awesome why you should have self-love, why you are one of the best people in the world, you know, why, why you should have people want to surround themselves with you. Why is that? We can 30 reasons why you're amazing. And that's what I call my 30 list. And that's really having the courage to do that and, and continue to write that every month and change it slightly. You know, every, mm-hmm. every month you're going you're gonna to learn a new uh, <laughs> attribute of yourself. Was it you that so told courage. me to go through my Facebook list and start weeding out people? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think it's a great idea. I, I actually call that uh, my friend renewal contracting is what I do. And I friend renewal renew contract. I, I literally each year uh, in January, I look at my friends and I say, okay, are they on the same mission? Am I surrounding myself? Like, it's not enough just realizing who you're surrounding yourself with. It's who you're not surrounding yourself with that's going to be make you more successful. Okay. Does that make sense? All right. I, yeah. Yes, it does. And, and I actually have something that I, I teach my clients as well. Uh, you take a blank piece of paper and you write down five names on the front of a piece of paper. And this is what you're, what I call the elephant list. So it's five people that you want to start surrounding yourself with, mm-hmm. such as, you know, whoever that is. Let's say mm-hmm. back in the day, it was, for me, it was Jack Canfield. It was Jim Rohn. It was Brian Tracy, Les Brown. And, Sharon Lecter, Laura Langemeyer, Bob Puckett, the, the list goes on and on. And now I'm good friends with all of them, you know? Well, some of them are past, but um, so it's, it's like, who's on your list? And I taught this to some people the other day, and, and uh, one of them came up to me afterwards. They said, you're on my list. I'm like, oh, that's very cool. That's very sweet of them. So that's on the front of the piece of paper. Now on the back, uh-huh. Dr. Young, what you do is, you write down five names of people you do not want to surround yourself with anymore or limit the amount of time that you surround yourself with them. So it's people who are not on your same mission, you know, people who are out there and just, you know, they're not really growing and they're not learning. And they're, you know, for me, it was people who just wanted to go out and drink wine all night long. You know, I, I don't even drink. I quit drinking about a year, year and a half ago. And I don't even think about it, but I'm good for so you. more focused, you know? So well, like, you talk about uh, finding high, high fiving uh, or high actually finding. Well, I don't know if you said this. High flying people. <laughs> yeah, high, high five. Uh, what I do is I high five five strangers by noon. That's one of my techniques. Right. High I five that. five strangers by noon, which is really cool because if you're in any type of network marketing or entrepreneurship, you got to get out of your house and go meet people, right? So you got to do it by noon. And the other thing is high-fiving people transforms their lives and transforms their smile. And in, in return, it transforms yours as well. It's pretty cool. So it's pretty cool. on the list, though, make uh-huh. sure you put down five people that you don't want to surround yourself with anymore. And then 
just vow to yourself that you're going to limit the time that you you work with them or, or spend time with them. And uh, and you don't have to call them and tell them that they're on the switch. No. Don't pick up the phone, uh, listeners, and call your peers that you're not on my list. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the okay. second pillar is passion. Mm-hmm. And passion is, is simply finding your passion, finding what you're great at. You know, for me, I'll give you my, my example is of my life is the fact that I was really great at sales and training salespeople, but it wasn't my passion. My passion now is helping others and teaching others how to help themselves mm-hmm. in their habits and their attitudes. Right. So find your passion. Once you find it, the day will go like that. You, you won't Move even notice. Yeah. You, know, you get yeah. up in the morning, you're excited about it. Every day is a Monday, you know. You're excited about it. So that's, that's your passion. Patience is, uh, is a virtue. <laughs> I was about to say that. Wow. Yeah. I used to pray for you patience. You have, have patience. I used to pray for patience. it. <laughs> you used to pray for patience? Awesome. Yeah, until I learned and I was having all these troubles that were happening to me in circumstances because that's what I was praying for. And they said, girl, stop praying for patience and pray for grace. <laughs> mm. All right. That's great. All right. What's your definition of patience on this pillar? Yeah, so patience is, is really giving yourself the time to to grow into the person you really want to be and really strive to be. So it's having patience with yourself. Be... Pardon? Right? It's having patience with yourself. Correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and by the way, you, mm-hmm. you just answered everything in life. Because if you take that statement, having patience with yourself or having whatever with yourself, having love with yourself, mm-hmm. that will conquer anything and everything. Because Th- if that's you can't have love for yourself, you can't have love for that, other people. That's either. right. Absolutely. So giving yourself that patience and, and just, um, and, and realizing that you're, you're growing every single day. And this, this, this new person five years from now will be a completely different person than five years prior, if you allow yourself to grow into that. That's great. Now we've mm-hmm. got strength. Strength and leadership. Strength is taking your courage and putting into action. Okay. Literally having your courage and your patience and your passion, putting it all together, and now it's having the strength to say yes or to say no. Mm-hmm. to different experiences or opportunities that are coming up to, to you. And saying no is actually not a bad, uh, a bad idea. Not a bad deal. Huh? I, I, I'll, I'll tell you, I've, I've had many, uh, many commissions and many deals and many uh, amazing incomes come from me actually saying no to certain things rather than saying yes. Okay. Now, we're going to move along. The last one is leadership. Sure. So leadership is realizing that you're always a mentor. Everyone is a mentor and mm-hmm. we are all mentors to someone. Someone's looking at you and in order for you to really move to that higher level of awesomeness, you want to lead the field and leading the field means teaching others to do great things that you're doing and learn the techniques that you're doing and then surpass you and be even better than you. That is a true leader. And I've got many examples of people who are uh, wannabe leaders, and they just simply don't want the growth for you. They were pretending, and, uh, and and a true leader is really somebody who wants to grow and help you grow and move you to the next level, so you are even better. 
you know, <clears throat> I like this. I really like these five pillars. I had, I, I really had in my mind something else uh, other than these five pillars. <clears throat> and I hope huh. that the listeners um, have really taken note because I certainly did. And I'm always so grateful to learn because I think, you know, about for me, living is about learning and every day being open to grow and to learn something new. So I like the renewal contract. I like all the pillars of courage, passion, <laughs> patience, strength, and leadership. Uh, so I have the courage now to make my my, my list. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> on the back of the list, I have my elephant list. Who's on my list? I have number one, Eric Swanson. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I made the list. Wow! You made the list. <laughs> uh, <laughs> then I have the five names, and we'll we'll know how to limit the list or limit the time that you may spend with people. And I'm sort of refreshing this for those who are out there. And one of the things I Eric impressed upon me, and that was little little things that we can do. Like sometimes many of you may go to uh, Starbucks or you go to the coffee bean and you have an opportunity to high five someone every day or high five somebody on your job because it really does make them feel important. So I want to encourage you out there listeners to really take what he has said to heart and to put it into action. Passion, find your passion, uh, empowering people, being able to be that person. That, that was always my desire was to help people. Uh, patience mm. is a virtue, and the answer to yourself is be patient with yourself. And I like that. Be patient with yourself. Love yourself. Strength, have the courage to say yes or to no. But more importantly, to put into action your goals and plans. We are still just in the beginning of February, and we have a lot of you have made maybe some resolutions, and maybe already you began to break, break a few of them. But be mindful that that's okay. Pick yourself up and start again have that strength and courage to begin and put into action. I'm just repeating, Eric, what you said. <laughs> mm-hmm. And leadership. Right. Most important, mentor someone else. Be somebody else's champion. I kind of like that. Be a champion for someone else. And also learn equally, because I think it goes two-way. You be a champion, and you be a mentor, and you can be mentored. So, Eric, any last comments you'd like to give us today that were, you know, just from your heart, anything you'd like to say out there to the listeners? Absolutely. Like my dad always tells me, go kick ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I want to tell your team. I want everyone to go kick ass. Stop being so serious. You know, get out there, go kick ass. And if you need to kick your own ass, then do it. Get off your butt and get out there. and Go, go transform your life and start now. Uh, tomorrow's not, not guaranteed. Start now. Well, I want to thank you for being on the show today, Eric. This has been wonderful. And I want to thank you for being so authentic and transparent. And I know Minnie is going to take your advice to never stop studying and learning and yearning to become that awesome individual that God meant you to be. So, as he pointed out, surround yourself with thinkers and leaders and educators and motivators of the day. And keep growing And Dr. Young says, and keep glowing. So I'll see you next week with another dynamic, inspiring guest for you, just especially for you. Thank you for listening and have a very blessed week.
We appreciate you joining us for Transformation for Success. Please join your host, Dr. Barbara Young, again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Or join us for our replay every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. Have an outstanding week.